Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Up, I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. We are here with some Beverly Hills. Yes, let's go to Bev Hills. So, and we'll have to decide going forward what we're going to keep on this podcast and what we'll keep on Patreon. But we'll see. So far, this looks good. I think Winter House is a short, it's only 10 days. So, right. So, we might as well just like power through that one. But I think you might want to do, you know, you've got like Miami coming, Beverly Hills. You'll have to let me know. But this one, I think, is going to be a good season. Yes, I think so, too. So it starts with a lot of change. Like, everyone has a different look. And I was, at first, my first note was, wow, Sutton looks really pretty. My first note wasn't even talking about, like, Kyle or Erica's body transformations. I, I first noticed Sutton. And then I noticed Crystal. I was like, something looks different about crystal too like she looks even prettier and then they go to dorit and she's got that long like dishwater straight hair and i'm like everyone looks different yeah they all cut they all just look like nice and fresh i I don't know yeah i agree yeah and and different i mean kaya looks exactly the same except for like her body's like crazy yeah um I mean, that's what happens when you don't drink and then you work out like a fiend every day. Um, and then I loved the shade of Dorit to Erica. They're like, oh, my gosh, you're you're shrinking. And she's like, it's a hormones. It's a hormones. And she's like, Dorit's like, hormones. Hmm. Is that spelled O-Z-E-M-P-I-C? Yeah, that was funny. I mean, Erica James made it very clear. She said it on Watch What Happens Live. No, it's it's hormones. It's like mm, it. They're it's a concoction of vitamins and hormones. Yeah, as I say, they could be. Like, yeah, they could be like really assisting her with something. I yeah, I don't know. Well, they she had someone speak about it, and it's like it's it kind of mocks what Ozempic and Mongero do because typically when you you know go on hormones and you're going through menopause the opposite effect happens you know you gain weight it's hard to lose it your metabolism changes so it, it's a concoction I think of, of hormones and vitamins that, that kind of mimics what the others use but you know it's, it's not like a total but the, but, the, but those like paralyze your stomach <laughs> yeah I don't know. That's crazy. Well, we'll have to watch us see what she eats this season. <laughs> um, like, she, like PK said, she's like, "Do you think Kyle will eat some pizza?" He's like, um, "Judging by what Kyle's been posting, I think she would like a nice glass of water." Yeah, she's not eating. Well, any and you know what? Like, I don't want to comment like too much on all that, but um, I will say, speaking as like when I've had like diet success or workout success. You do like hit a stride where like you become more empowered to say no to things like pizza and stuff because you're feeling so good. You yes. don't, and you you finally have that power to be like, you know what? I'll have like a little bit of salad and some water, and you feel good. Like and it's like a true. I mean, yeah. like if I were to say that now, you would know that I'm lying. You know what? Like I would want a piece of pizza, but. Um. 
we have a, a mutual friend that says that all the time to like my sister, for example, will be like, Oh, did you try this? And she'll be like, um, no, because that's seven miles in a run to me. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, the 25 grams of sugar and the 300, whatever, you know, whatever it is, a, like a soda or a cookie. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can run seven miles and eat the cookie or I can just not eat the cookie. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to run seven miles. I'll, I'll forego the cookie as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so totally. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Kyle keeps saying she's not on it and, whether she is or not, who cares? That's everyone's personal business and they can do what they want with their bodies. She says she's not. I, I, I certainly hope that that is the case because I hate when people deny stuff that they truly are doing or have done. But I do believe she I just stopped have, drinking for seven months and yeah. she works out so hard. That's totally legit. You know? Yeah, I just feel like um, – when you're already like that little, like, I don't think you need to, A, I don't think you need to do it long and B, you know, like, so they probably, yes. even if like, there's, there's a ton of people I could mention that I'm pretty sure have done it, but I don't think they need to like be on it for years or anything. Yeah. And she is little. We were next to her at the theater for what was that? Rock of Ages. She, her- she has always looked, I I could never say a thing about, she's always looked amazing. So yes. yeah. Yeah, well, we were surprised. She was there with Camille and Maurizio. We were surprised. Like, everyone was, like, teenier and tinier, including Mauricio. I always thought he was, like, this tall, like, 6'1", and, like, not at all. Yeah. But they all look good. Anyways. So, Dorit says she's hired this woman, Eagle Woman, and Raven of Soul or something like that to do this vision quest retreat. And you can just hear like cynical Englishman PK. He's like, <laughs> like, you know, skeptical, uncomfortable. He's like, you think you're going to get those ladies to talk with a talking stick? Good luck. Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, anytime they try to do something like this, like I feel like it's very housewives. They do it, you know, almost every franchise. Yeah. They have, you know, they either go to a retreat or they, you know, some well, sort like of. Miraval. When, yeah. Um, <laughs> where Raquel did not go. Yeah, so, um, but usually it does end up putting someone out of their comfort zone and something happens um, to move the group along, and Eagle Woman pulled it off. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, some of the outfit choices for, like, this. I, like, really appreciated Crystal showing up in a sweatshirt and a pony. Yes. Like, hashtag real she was ready to um, work dorit was in her designer outfit of like yoga ish but did you see her assistant like taking pictures of her like influencing pictures she's yes. posing in her kitchen i'm like lady you're just going to this retreat to like like get rid of your ptsd and get along with the ladies <laughs> like you don't have to post every moment yeah like, also i didn't even really like her outfit so i was like what are you posting yeah it was probably like six thousand dollars, though. It's cold out. Could you grab me a Chanel winter coat? Interesting. I've heard rumors that her and PK aren't together. Like PK was at Dancing with the Stars, but not Dorit, and they haven't been seen together in a while. And now we see the rumblings of this. I mean, I guess we heard it from Erica Jane. I was at that Andy show when she did that, and it was 
I get that they played the footage back when she's like, I don't want to answer that shady. When you think about it, it's a really fucking shady question and thing to ha- that Andy did or whoever did, right? Yeah. Like you're, we're cheering on the breakup of somebody. Like that's gross. Well, and like, I, I wish that Erica even would have explained it further because when you're at something like that, you don't want them to say, like, I can't answer that. Stop it. Like, you right. want them to say something. You want to hear. You want that. Like, you want to see the tea be spilled right there on stage to have your money's worth. So I think she, just like she said, she's a showman. She gave the people what they wanted. And I, I in that moment, like, and then, like, everyone's like, that's horrible. You know, she's like, well, I just wanted to give you an explanation. And it, it was. Yeah. And But then I agree with Dorit when she's like, Oh, she what she didn't like not want to give it. She did strut up there. She flipped her hair around. Yeah. She, yes. I loved when Dorit made fun of her too, like in her voice. She's like, Oh, I didn't want to give the answer. Dorit and PK. And she's like, and she flips her hair around and she was quite proud of herself. And like, well, she was in that little strut in the hair thing. I remember that was very like you didn't need to add that extra little flair. Yeah, it was very celebratory, you know, when she was, like, delivering, like, you know, yeah. icky news. Yeah. All right, so they start off. This is where I'd be so awkward. They're, like, walking in a circle around the, like, TP area singing, like, Bree, just breathe. I'm like, is this, are you singing Faith Hill? What are you doing? Um, and then the, I feel you, like the only way that that – like, I was so uncomfortable watching that, too. And I thought the only way that something like that would possibly get me personally to relax and open up is if we were in the pitch dark and I couldn't see anyone. Because I would have been laughing and, yeah. like, I couldn't – like, I can't – Like you on the podcast last week, you can't not keep yes. a straight face. <laughs> and I'm very easily distracted. So I probably would have, like, been looking at someone's ponytail or, like – or, or I would have been distracted, yeah, being like, is this a Faith Hill song? Like, what's happening? Like, should I harmonize? Do I go up? Do I go down? Like, <laughs> I think that's it, a good point because that would build trust, too, if they were in the dark. Yeah, and, like, am I breathing? Like, how do you breathe and sing at the same time? <laughs> I, I would have just been, like, uh, it's too much. It was way too much going on. Would you think when they arrive and the eagle woman's like, I love this rock. It's looking right at us. It's like it has grandfather energy. <laughs> like the rock is looking at you. I just like I I, I like I want to be like that when I'm older. Like I, I hope that I'm like that psycho. You know, like it's it, it's it's amazing. Like I want to live there. I want to live in that headspace. Yeah. And be like, not- I'd be like, Sarah, the rocks near your house are simply amazing. They really are. They're looking at me. Yeah. Um, I do not want to drink sage tea, though. That's a hard no for me. Oh, why? Well, I'm triggered by sage. What? I'm triggered by sage. Oh, really? You know, the sage man story. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I can't smell it. I can't eat it. I can't see it. Don't even think about smudging my place. <laughs> I actually, like, right now, like, I have used sage before, but I don't, like, I can't recall the smell or if I've ever tasted it. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. <laughs> but I've always hated, I hate incense. 
Yeah, that it's not my thing. I it I always dirty to me. I wanted it to be my thing because it's so yeah. like Venice and like cool and like cool girls do that or they have yeah. like scarves <laughs> hanging off of lamps and I always thought it just looked so cool but yeah, um I no. can't do it. Can't do it. You do like an essential oil in a Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I get that's that's as that's as crazy as I get. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they always have like whether it's covering their windows or perhaps their bus that they live in. Um, I have no relevance to that story at all. Anyways, they cover the windows with like the our ornate handkerchief yes, type yes. things. And then they have those drawings that are like, you know, like people color, like they're high and they just color for hours. Yeah. And it's like that cartoony kind of, it's always like a ram or an Aries type of like thing and I'm like I don't like this yeah yeah I feel like Mary Cosby (laughs) like I don't like that yeah um Ronnie and Daisy right now are doing Alice in Wonderland and it's very you know psychedelic like Ronnie's a Cheshire cat but there's the caterpillar like it's all very like topsy turn you know it's like yeah yeah I mean that's okay she's a child and I'm down with a cat or a caterpillar it's just when it's like I don't know. But yeah, you know what? But that it's like that chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not a modern art kind of girl. Like I don't like Van Gogh and um who's the dude in Spain? I went to his freaking museum. I can't remember his name. Anyways, I don't like that kind of thing. <laughs> I like a classic ocean wave painting. <laughs> Just kidding. I like a paint. What's the name of that guy who like who like takes like like the pictures are at like the dentist's office? <laughs> like Ansel Adams. Yeah, or or you know like it's it's like under and like all the the creatures are under there. I feel like it's like a drawing, like it's not actually real. Yeah, maybe maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't... like I like art like in Laguna Beach, like those paintings yes. when they go into caves or the wave art. Like, chill like that. Like, nature, but, like, captured really cool. Yes, yeah. Whether it's photographed or painted, um, I guess I just like real shit. Yeah, I really enjoy photography, I think, more than, like, a painting. Yeah. Anyways, digress. All from Sage T. Okay. Um, <laughs> got the showman stuff. And then Eric is like... Well, Dorit, is your marriage strong? It's like, that's none of your fucking business. I don't know. Well, and I feel like that's such a loaded question. Like, even if you said that to me right now, it's like, like, what part? Like, what are you taught? Like, like, it's just like a, an odd question. You know what I mean? And especially in front of everyone. It's like, what? Like. Yeah. And they're not friends and it's not asked in a warm, like, exactly. It's confrontational. And it's, it it makes you like want to go on the defensive and be like, of course it is, you know? Yeah, like the way Dorit and Kyle talk later about their marriages, that was very friends confiding, oh, and relating with one another. And Kyle's like, no, it's like that for me too sometimes. So it's like, yeah, that was a safe place, but not Erica was not coming from that place. No. Erica gives like this Oscar speech, boohooing, I've never felt so hurt or alone. From all of you ladies. And I was just like, I know I was a bitch, but I had to protect myself. It's like, you can protect yourself and defend yourself without screaming out, I don't give a 
fuck about anybody but myself, you know. I appreciated that later we see her, like, kind of work through that a little bit and recognize that, like, maybe, you know, that's a her problem. Like, I feel like on a lot of these shows, it's, like, to have friends, to have, like, to have support and to have your friends be there for you, especially through a really hard time like that, like, you got to put in the work and you have to be a good friend back. Like, yes, like friends are meant to be like when you need something, like when you're hitting rock bottom, your friends are going to be there. But like, I'm not saying that like it's because you've done it for them in the past, but there's like a little bit of give and take where, you know, it's it's like you've got to you've got to give a little to get a little, dude. Yeah. And I think totally. I, I hope that. We kind of see her on that journey discover that if she gives a little, like, she will get some back. Yeah, and she, and she shows her vulnerability and insecurities a little bit. Like, she wants to do this Vegas show, but she's like, but does anyone want to work with me? Or will anyone come see it? It's like, okay, good. Yeah. Humble humility, that serves you well. I Yes, I like that. It makes me want, then I'm rooting for you, 100%. Yeah. I, well, she could have done that all along. Yeah, yeah. She could have said, I'm sorry, I can't speak on it because of the case. Um, but, if you know, I, I feel for anyone who suffers any kind of tragedy. You know, yeah. you can mm-hmm. be very broad. Mm-hmm. But Kyle talks about, really, Kyle's really transformed her life and I don't know, just emerging from being afraid of Kathy and how that's um, trickled down into every aspect of her life from her body transformation, from not answering to anybody to getting tattoos to accusing the ladies of like not having her back because they want to go to Kathy's parties. It was, she really let it all out in just episode one. I really appreciated her being that vulnerable on the cam- on camera too because um yeah it was just nice to see that where she's at you know like what's going on and she's not taking any shit so it does kind of explain a lot i mean it not not everything but it it starts to explain this journey she's on well and i like i just i feel like i don't want to say like women at this age like cuz that's like rude but it it kind of is true where like you're you've been like a devoted wife and then you raise the children like you do all then like the children don't really need you anymore and you're left there sitting with yourself and with these relationships that you have and you take a look and you go why am i like why am i doing this like why am i living my life cowering to what like you know being scared to answer someone's phone call or whatever yes. it be like so it, it was kind of refreshing to see her take back like that ownership over her own life totally when she's like i you know i obeyed everybody and did everything perfect and realized things can still go to shit even though you tried to do you know be miss perfect or you know just appease everybody life still goes to shit so it's kind of interesting yeah i i was i was i mean i thought that i was going to be super annoyed with this storyline of like Kyle's journey this season I I was like is this like are they trying to do a scandal thing like what's going on um but so far like I'm all in because it felt very authentic to me and like Mauricio obviously has never seemed like an overbearing controlling type of husband 
But it was interesting to be like, no, no more tattoos. And she's like, well, if I want one, I'll get one. He's like, no. And he, and he literally says, I will not allow it. Yeah. And she she's like, listen, I'm being very fucking clear right now. If I want one, I will get one. I was like, damn. Yeah. And he's like, love bean. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's his nickname. He keeps calling her love bean. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, I just felt like that was like such a powerful moment for her. It's like a- enough of like telling her what to do, you know, and um, and enough of her respecting him so much that she listens and she and and doesn't be who she wants to be because he's telling her no and she's trying to please him, you know. But yeah. it's then you see him on the phone with like his assistant going through his calendar, doing everything that pleases him—a trip here, a golf trip here, Coachella. Yeah, you know, it's like. Go, yeah, do what you want. Like, your life is short. Like, live it how you want. I, I was confused at first. I'm like, oh, are you trying to align Portia's spring break with Coachella? But no, he's he's going to miss Portia's spring break, and he's trying to make it back for Coachella. I'm like, wow. You know, you still have a kid left. You know, yeah. Like, you guys can have your midlife crisis in a couple years. Yeah. I can't go to Coachella no, weekend number two. I'm like, aren't you tired? Like, you just said you're going to New York, then Portugal, then golfing, then back to L.A., then you're going to go straight into Coachella. Like, I'm tired just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting, too, when Kyle, you know, when she said she thinks the ladies sucked up to Kathy because they want to be, like, on Kathy's good side. And they kind of replayed all the things Kathy said. Like, clearly, like, all of that wasn't made up. I think it's a case of, uh, like, a little Shannon Bedore. I think she says things and she doesn't remember them. But they stemmed from somewhere. Yeah. And the, the ladies are just, like, overlooking it because she's a powerful woman via connections and the network in LA and the circuit and society, they just kind of, that'd be tough to overlook, but they're all doing it. Yeah. So then we have Sutton and Jennifer Tilly. I mean, I was like, what? Sutton put salted caramels in her ears because she thought they were earplugs. And then they got stuck. That, like, yeah. Were they Werther's or are they like caramels? That was hilarious. I think they're Werther's. Like, I guess yes. I, I could see that get stuck to a. <laughs> Those don't look like earplugs. No, I, I don't see how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I kind of liked her story because everyone's like, you've never done anything. You just live off your husband's money and blah, blah, blah. And I do remember that she said they were like high school sweethearts and she met him, met him and married him when he had nothing. So they did build this together. And he said, Oh, stay home. You had kids. I want you to stay home. And so she kind of explains, you know, and then that turned into a little bit more control, more control until she actually lost all control and her power was diminished. So, um, I like what she's doing so she can show her daughter, like, listen, don't ever rely on, you know. Yeah, me too. Me too. For financial autonomy. Like, imagine, yeah, you just think about all these things like Ariana and Tom and just, oof. Yeah. Maybe don't. It's just crazy they bought that house. Like, Like Sheena said, like, why did you buy a house with her if he said years? 
why would he buy a house with her? I don't know. Well, well, you know why? Ego. Yeah. Jack spot one, Tom and Katie, he had to like show him up and like, I can get one too. And mine's going to be better. Cause I'm going to have custom designed furniture. Well, and like, you know, not only I, like this, this is the part where I'm sure there'll be like specials when we're like in like our convalescent homes, we're going to be in there and, and they're going to be like the truth of what behind the scenes. And it's going to be like, uh, Santa was like, dude, like, I didn't want to be the only one filming in my apartment. Like, I had to keep up. Like, not only were they literally competing with their friends to keep up, but, like, production was probably like, dude, you guys will all be in Valley Village. Like, we'll have this whole new show. Yeah, this spinoff. Like, this this is the next chapter is you buying a home. Let's get you guys all into homes. And that's what they did. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Did you stop to read that um, article or blurb after they said, you know, Sutton had a good um, alimony sitch? Did you read everything that she has? Um, yes. So it said she has like 300000 a month. She got $1.2 million in cash. The L.A. home, the Georgia home, the Venice, Italy apartment, um, two minor baseball teams or a percentage of – 44% of a lumber company, several investments, and all the oh, cars, Vespa, isn't that like a scooter? Yeah. Why would they even name that? Isn't that just like a couple thousand dollars? I mean, I think the there's an- nice ones. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe like 15,000 maybe. I don't know. I'll take the Amex points over the Vespa. Yeah. It's funny they named that. Yeah. She, she got a lot. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That... That's crazy. I got. I wonder what he does. I need to look him up. Yeah. Find out. That's a lot of money. Three hundred thousand a month, like forever. Probably until the kid is eighteen, right? Oh, it's her alimony. That's her alimony. Yeah. And, and yeah, until she gets married again. The kid is already. I think the kid's in college. Yeah. Until she gets married again, I would never get married. That's why people don't. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised he doesn't try to hide his money like offshore and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what they do. Yep. So anyway, she does explain they built it together, but she wants to build her own empire and yeah. Um, let's see. So Dorit and Kyle, she was like saying, she wondered sometimes if her and PK will make it. She goes, there's no cheating or anything. It's just sometimes the distance, and he's not there for me. But then Sutton says she heard a rumor that when PK got that DUI, that he was with a lady friend. Yeah. I've never heard that. Have you heard that before? I haven't heard that. Um, mm. But, yeah, the, it just makes me sad, though. Like, I, I hope I hope they can work it out. I don't know. She serves Kyle pizza on Hermes plates. How much do you think those plates cost? Oh my God. I went over to the same house that had the filming that I was talking about and they had plates exactly like that. And I looked it up at the time because (laughs) I looked it up at the time. Yes, because um, they served Ronnie. Ronnie was over there and they served her like chicken fingers on and I was like mortified I'm like Ronnie will crack that like she'll accidentally like she'll take the plate and like you know try to set it down and like not realize that it's glass or something and um it's not gonna go I was like 
mortified or I, it might have been Gucci or something. I don't remember, but I looked it up and it was like, um, I forget how much it was a plate. Shoot. I'm I mean, looking, I'm looking. I mean, it was like $600 a plate or something. Hermes has to be like the most expensive. I'm just thinking about like when I was in London, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to go to like the original Burberry and get like an item from the London Burberry. And like, go in. I'm like, I just, you know, like a scarf or something. I already had a Burberry scarf that I got on Canal Street in New York for $5 and it served me well. I still have it. It's great. Um, and I still wear it because the Burberry scarf was $750. And I'm like, Maybe a keychain, which was like 90 Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just stick with the perfume that I feel like the only like sprayed. designer thing that I've ever had, closest thing I've ever had is like something from Tiffany's. <laughs> and that's yeah. like so out of style now, you know? Um, I, in 2008, I bought myself a $300 Ed Hardy purse. How do you like that? I mean, that's iconic. That will that will hold its value forever. I know. And everyone's like, you know, don't be a hoarder. And I'm like, yeah, until you need fucking something and I have it, which happens all the time. I'm just Tom Sandoval. Like, oh, you need this. You need that. Oh, Michaela, you forgot it was pirate day today. Guess what? I've got Peter Magical's pirate kit. You know? Yeah. It came in handy, didn't it? <laughs> exactly. You just have, I mean, you don't keep everything, but certain classic things like the white leather fringe jacket, the, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Whew. I don't know. I'm sure I've had other, I just remember that was like a part, because I've never really spent more at that time, more than, more than a hundred, but usually I'd always get a guest purse and they're always like 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I liked them because they're the perfect size. They last for like, it's just what I liked. It's not even that I wanted other purses and denied myself or couldn't afford it. I just don't like them. But I do. Know. I just like, I literally have never had the money to buy one or that much extra money to buy one. Like I, all like all or of the my shoes. Yeah. Or all of my friends do. In. Like, I, I don't know how they do it. And then. Like, I kind of throw my bags around, like, and I, it just happens. Like, you know, you, you you sit down, you have to throw something down to grab something else. It's like, it's on the ground. I don't know. I just, I don't know how people spend that money. Like. You could do Poshmark. I'm just, yeah. I, like, I think the nicest one I have right now is like a Kate Spade. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I wore, I brought that to, um, when we went line dancing and, Oh, one of the ladies, she's like, oh, my God, is that Kate Spade? I just wore it because it matched my white cowboy boots. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I had it. It was white. It was in my closet because I didn't throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had that and then, like, a navy blue suede Kate Spade one, too. But I guess, I mean, she's gone, so I should keep those things. Yeah, yeah. I like Kate Spade. I like the stuff. Yeah. Um but like shoes and stuff, I can't even stand up in like the Louboutins and the, it's too painful. So why would I spend money on it? I had Yeezys. I guess those were expensive. That like, that was like about it. Shoes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if those you can wear. Yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So what do you think about Garcelle's conversation with their sons? Like she's always seemed like she's been a, a good present attentive mother 
I took it with like a grain of salt because I remember when I was that age and I kind of felt the same way. Like I did not need to be mothered at that point. I thought that I knew what I needed to know. And um, so I was kind of like, try, like that's kind of how like I made myself feel about like better about it because I thought it was kind of a sad scene. I felt bad for her. Um, just cause they kind of like guilted her into act, they were acting like she literally wasn't there for them during like a certain time of their lives. And I don't know if that's true or not. Like that's probably their truth, but, um, to watch, you know, her face fall when they said that, that, or when the one son said that I, I felt bad. Yeah. It sounds like she would like go away to film for like three weeks here and there. And they said, well, might as well have been a year or something like that. But. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's beating herself up. I think, I think so, too. And, and I think that it'll come back around. You know, like, I think kids push the boundaries and they're trying to figure out, you know, how, well, how, how she, they fit in. And She got two 15-year-old boys to not only go on a picnic with her at the beach, but to do it on camera and talk about their lives, their feelings, their girlfriends. Like, I th- that's a huge success. That I, I agree. That. I, I was thinking that too. I was like, well, like thing, if you guys are like talking, I don't think you're doing too bad. <laughs> exactly. I didn't talk to my mom for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> She'd always be like, I can't wait till you're an adult. I'm like, why? Nothing's going to change. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, actually she's not wrong because I am really bad at phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways all right anything else happen no Um, when kyle showed her tattoos she didn't show the morgan one right or which one's the morgan one i thought it was an m that she got or no she got did she show that no but i thought that one was like new like new 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 that must be she had it she had it at the reunion because they all commented on it oh really and Kyle got all choked or like flustered. She's like, it's just something special. It means something special to oh, me. Like, oh, I so missed maybe, that. Maybe it wasn't an M. Maybe it was like. Yeah, maybe it was a, like kind of like like the lightning bolt thing where they like both know the meaning. Yeah. The one, was it the 111? Because the one on her wrist was like the Roman numerals. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 for some reason, I thought it was an M. But maybe it's because Morgan's is a K in Kyle's handwriting. Yeah. I don't know. I was just curious because she said five, but I'm like, do you really have six? Because they filmed the, re- you know, they didn't start filming until obviously after the reunion. But yeah, I remember it was a really awkward moment, but it was before the rumors. Damn. But she got all flustered and like blushed. And yeah. I don't know. Well, she's going to be on watch what happens live. Um, Wednesday night with Ooh. Tenny. Ooh, with Tenny. Gonna, oh, nice. Yeah, so that should be interesting. She hasn't been out in a long time. Yeah, cool. So, all right. Well, that's all I have. That's all I have, too. I uh, I, I enjoyed both of the shows, though, Winter House and Beverly Hills. Like, I'm like, they were very entertaining. Great yeah. job, everybody. Great job. Yeah. I think it'll be good for you to watch Winter House with Schwartz on. It'll just give yeah. some extra content. And, for sure. Um, his perspective on what's happening at that point in his life, like you said, surviving Scandaval. Yeah. Where he was at week one, you know? 
Yeah, I, I literally, like, I cannot wait to hear. I'm just like, give it to me. Awesome. All right. Okay. Well, we'll be back. Thanks, you guys. Okay, thanks, everyone. Bye.